Welcome everybody to the IWO podcast, available on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. Oh, that's quite a shorter one this this week, Reese. Are you feeling it's a short okay, one, James? It's a short one because I'm incredibly tired. Ah. I had to be in uni at nine a.m. this morning, which meant leaving the house at quarter past seven, and then I went straight from uni to work. And I've only just got back, and I want to have a lie down. Because we normally record this on a Thursday, oh. we're recording it on a Wednesday this week, because we want to go drinking tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> right. the so, <laughs> this week, uh, it should be as entertaining as ever, it but um, I, I am tired, I've got a bad back, and I've made no notes. Oh. So who knows where this is going <laughs> to go? It could, uh, you know, it could be the new format, just no, no notes chaos. No notes, chaos. I'm hoping that a lot of stuff has like is held inside my head from the week, and it'll be as good as usual. Let's start and find out. Yes, let's have a go. Because we start with Monday Night Raw. We do with the inventor of women, Stephanie <laughs> McMahon. She's in the ring. She calls out the man. Well, she tries to, but before she invites out the man. The man comes out anyway. Out yes. comes Becky Lynch. Marches to the ring. Um, as I said, don't have any notes, so I'm just quickly scrolling through this to find out what happened. Yes, I know. I watched this show. <laughs> um, I, I thought it was quite strange because Steph very much face. Yeah, I felt. Well, it's, she goes it is on to say about uh, the start of the uh, the dynamic between uh, this McMahon Lynch thing. That's going yeah, on well, at the moment. <laughs> the whole point of this promo, we'll get, we'll go back into it a bit more. But the whole point of it is, Steph is saying, "Look, Becky, your knees hurt. You need to see a doctor." And it goes to the point where she says, "Look, if you don't see a doctor, I'm going to suspend you." Becky says she's not seeing a doctor, so Steph says, "All right, then, you're suspended." This is when Becky Lynch just hits her in the face, <laughs> uh, tries to put the disarmor on. Uh, Steph escapes from it, runs into the corner. Becky's beating on her in the corner. Steph kicks out her knee, which I didn't originally see when it first happened. I had to see it on the replay. Yeah. And um, then the officials separate them. Uh, Becky is still suspended. As she goes to the back, she walks into uh, Ronda Rousey, who uh, says ice and something bitch. I can't remember. It was like yeah. the American paracetamol. and and, you know that's the end of the open really cool opening I mean Stephanie it's very rare that we see someone uh, get their hands on Steph but as I was saying Steph in this segment was a face she didn't really do anything out of line and bad I mean like I know it's bad to suspend Becky because she's the best and everyone wants to see her but it came from a point of view that was Reasonable, I felt. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I I feel like the story the story to this is Becky is not trusting the McMahons because they are the McMahons. <laughs> and yes, they've done so, so. some very controversial things in the past. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, the sh- the segment itself was was hot, very nice. I did like um, it. a lot of people. A lot of people online speculating that this is maybe the way that Charlotte gets involved. Yeah, well, it very much seems like that, especially we'll talk about that back 
that bit in SmackDown Live uh, when we come to it. But um, yeah, yeah, I I thought I, this this whole segment was really really good, and it was, it was a strange segment for Raw because it felt like SmackDown yeah, Live. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, I I saw someone put on Twitter afterwards. It's like. You've all been so worried about Becky versus Ronda versus Charlotte. You never realised the match we're really getting is Becky versus Ronda versus Steph. <laughs> no, <laughs> better not be getting that one. Well, um, after this, we have our first match of the night. It is Ronda Rousey versus Liv Morgan. Yeah. Now, this is an interesting one. Um, these two never gone head to head before. A few months ago, I predicted that Liv Morgan would be the person to beat Ronda Rousey for the Royal Women's Championship. <laughs> Looking into this match here, straight out the gate, great mentality from Liv Morgan, playing those mind games. She's running out of the ring, she's running into the ring, she's angering Ronda Rousey. She's getting her off her game, getting her off her game plan, getting inside her head. The more angry she is, the more likely she is to make mistakes. Great stuff from Liv Morgan. She runs into the ring after distraction from Sarah Logan. Fantastic uh, teamwork from there. Ronda Rousey goes for a punch. Liv Morgan dodges it like she's Neo out of the Matrix. Amazing stuff from Liv Morgan. Unfortunately, she then gets punched in the stomach and then taps out to the amber. Um, now for what actually happened. Um... <laughs> 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 that is what happened from a certain point of view from a very biased point of view there Reese. <laughs> <laughs> um, because Liv Morgan basically uh, got the ring yeah. got decimated by Ronda Rousey <laughs> yeah she did she did um, what I did think was really interesting afterwards after she taps out um, Liv she goes on the mic and she's like Oi, Riot Squad, come on then. And I think that was a planned bit that she was supposed to say. Uh, she also said, These, this crowd's booing me, or something along yeah. those lines. Yeah, and it was like very heelish, I thought. Yeah. I thought, is, Ron- is this supposed to be the moment? Or... Yeah. <laughs> what? Look, it's against the Riot Squad, who are also bad people. Um- <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. And I feel like I don't know if it was planned or not. Mm. And well, after the Liv Morgan match, she then challenges Sarah Logan to a match. Uh, Sarah Logan does get a bit more offense in, a bit more. She's more of like a powerful wrestler, so she has she's lifting Ronda around a bit, but it ends the same way. Very quick, taps out. Uh, Ronda challenges Ruby Riot, and Ruby Riot just says no. I imagine we'll get that match next week. Yes, yes. Uh, very much because they seem to be going back and forth on Twitter these past couple of days. So, yeah. um, I imagine we'll get that <laughs> at some point. Uh, but but just going back to yes, Ronda, hint of heelishness. Maybe I've been saying for a while yeah. now she needs a bit of an edge. Um, but the whole thing is. Was that planned? Was that not? If it was planned, maybe we're going in the place that I want to. If it wasn't planned, then maybe we're staying the company line. I don't know. But I feel like um, wherever it is going, I'm interested. I, I'm on board. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's, this is what they're doing. But I think at the moment they're like forming some cracks in Ronda Rousey's personality like a cage like, I hope this is what they're doing anyway <laughs> trying mm-hmm. to put some context behind some randomness that happens on Raw <laughs> but um, yeah um, 
I mean, the past couple of weeks have been for Ronda Rousey. Um, uh, it's been very confusing because she's been like flip flopping between she's really angry with this person and I'm Ronda Rousey. Look at me. <laughs> like when she came out for the match with Liv, she's still giving a glove to the crowd, yeah. to the kid in the front row. She's still waving to everyone, smile on her face. Limit between the match, like, come on, you sons of bitches, <laughs> you're booing me. I'm gonna kill the world. It's like, oh, okay, right. <laughs> but I'm like saying that I'm I'm enjoying it. So yeah, it's not bad or anything. It's just. It is slightly confusing at the moment where we should be placing Ronda Rousey. Um, yeah. Um, I want to get your opinion on this at the moment. Let's say the match becomes a triple threat, Charlotte is added. How would you feel? Um, I've had to think about this. And I know a lot of people don't think, like, under any circumstances, <laughs> that Charlotte should be added. <laughs> But I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing if she's added. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I would really, really like to see one-on-one match set straight. Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. But um, yeah. I think the possibility of a triple threat match with Charlotte Flair is also very exciting in a different way. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. At the moment, I don't mind whatever they go with. Right. Um, personally, I feel that the triple threat match would be a better overall match. Yeah. I think I would enjoy that match more. But I want it to be a one-on-one match. Yeah. I think the story of this whole year should end with that one-on-one match. Yeah. From a storytelling point of view, that's the one that makes sense. Even though I do think the triple threat match would be more exciting... This, I'm not saying that this one-on-one match will be boring. I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. But just look at like uh, Charlotte, Becky, Asuka. It was amazing. Yes. You know, I think it's those three people involved. That match would be incredible, and I'm sure the one-on-one match would be incredible too. And that I do want to see a one-on-one match. But like you said, either way, we we as an audience are going to win. Yeah. So it's going to be amazing either way. But I feel personally the story should go to Becky versus Ronda. And as I said uh, last week or the week before, if you have Becky versus Ronda and Charlotte versus Asuka, like, it's just the best thing ever. Yeah, you know? definitely. I mean, I think what people have more of a problem with is the fact that it doesn't need to be a triple threat. The story is there for it be to be a simple one-on-one match. Right, to be epic. Yeah, I think the reason people think Charlotte's going to be involved is say if it is the main event, like the actual main event Yeah. Um, WWE would like to say that Charlotte was in the very first women's main event at Wrestlemania because Charlotte has been and probably will forever be the WWE woman you know? Yeah. She's very much the face of the division and to a certain extent I would argue that she is the best women's wrestler they have. Yeah. I think that she's better in ring than Becky is, but I think Becky just has a better character. Even though Charlotte, Charlotte's character is great, is Becky is on a whole other level. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I do think Charlotte is better in ring personally. Mm. Uh, let's move on though. 
we have a fatal four-way tag match for the number one contendership. Uh, it is the Revival versus the Lucha House Party versus the B-Team versus Heavy Machinery. Uh, Heavy Machinery now known as just Tucker and Otis. They've lost their surnames. Yeah, welcome to the club, um, guys. <laughs> as Big East tweeted. This match itself, you know what? I was really impressed by the Lucha House Party. Oh. I thought they did really, especially Lince Dorado. Yeah. I thought he was incredible in this match. He was really good. And I found myself in a really weird position because the revival won and I was disappointed. Oh, were you? Because. Yeah. I mean, I was okay with the revival winning. Like, the only person, the only people I didn't want to win were the B team because. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. They've been there. Uh, forgotten. And I re- I really thought Heavy Machinery were going to win. I thought Heavy Machinery were going to win. I mean, the whole match itself, obviously taking uh, a taking a page out of SmackDown's book because yeah. they had a four way last week, which was yeah. which was very good. Um, this also being very good. I don't think you could ever make a fight four way boring unless it just ends. No. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I was very impressed with uh, Otis and uh, and Tucker, Heavy Machinery. And I was impressed with everyone but the B-team, I think. But the B-team were hardly in <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I, but is, this was okay for me. My main point of disappointment was really, like, how many times are we going to see the Revival become number one contenders and not win? Yeah. Like, since... Like, just look at the since the start of the year, like two months ago. We've seen it so many times. Yeah. Like, it's been the number one contender and lose. I would like to see an end point to this weird... Right, let's push the revival. Um, oh, we're not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, at this point, when they have their title match, maybe they'll put the belts on them, who knows. But from my point of view watching it, it'll be very much... Well, if they were going to do it, they would have done it by now, you know? Yeah. There's been plenty of times when it was the perfect time to put it on them, and now I think the moment has gone by. Yeah. But, I mean, I think that's, that's for for a while anyway, that's always been Raw's tag team division. It's just, yeah, I guess. It's just kind of been, uh, should we? And then they miss the moment, and then they put them on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I really think that maybe the Lucha House Party should have won this one and then just beat uh, Gable and Rude. Because then, I know people have kind of a bad impression of the Lucha House Party because they've ruined them too due to the Lucha House Party rules and all that rubbish. But maybe if the tag titles were actually on a tag team, yeah. that would be good. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> because, I mean, uh, Chad Gable and Bobby Rude are decent enough. But they've been put together um, to 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 put some interest, like desperately, into the tag team division <laughs> when yeah. it hasn't really needed it. Because you've got a couple of tag teams here who could have a good match, regardless. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's um, I mean, we we've talked about the Raw tag team division state yes, <laughs> over the past couple of months or mostly over the podcast um it's just it's just sad 
<laughs> it's a sad, sad story. <laughs> it's so sad, so sad. It's a sad, sad situation. It hasn't really recovered from the uh, the bar and the deleters worlds. Uh, no, I think ever since they put the tag titles on a ten-year-old, it hasn't been able to recover since then. Mm, yeah, it's because uh, the bar were awesome. The bar were awesome, yeah, but the bar are now on SmackDown still Live. are. <laughs> so yeah. uh, they are no longer part of the raw discussion. <laughs> yeah, um, let's move on with the raw discussion. Uh, Kurt Yang, he's coming out. Hey. Um, that kind of hints throughout the night that this is retirement. Uh, we kind of discussed that last week. Uh, it was weird because he comes out, he starts to talk about how the free eyes have become the free D's, like denial, depression, and another word beginning with D. I don't know if denial was even one of them. This is what happens when I don't make notes. <laughs> I think it was, uh, it was. It was denial, doubt, and depression. Like and depression, yeah. Um, talking about how uh, he won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. He's main event in WrestleMania. Going through all the highlights of his career, it seems to be setting up for him saying, I'm going to retire now. Uh, but he is interrupted by Baron Corbin, who takes the mick out of him a little bit. He is then interrupted by Drew McIntyre as well. Because I uh, don't care about you, Kurt Angle. <laughs> I don't care about your career. In <laughs> but these are the two guys who have beaten him in his last couple Raw matches. Uh, so they surround the ring. It looks like they're going to beat him up. Out comes Braun. They scare away the bad guys. And then this sets up the main event tag match. Uh, Baron and Drew versus Braun and Angle. Yeah. Um, this was, like, I was interested in this segment ever since they put it on Twitter. Ever since Kurt Angle put it on mm-hmm. Twitter. Uh, I was thinking, yeah, this, this could be a retirement bit. And up until the moment where Baron Corbin comes out, I thought... Yeah. This isn't retirement, is it? <laughs> you see, I think, I think they're still gonna do the retirement thing. Yeah, but maybe do it a bit later. Part of me thinks that oh, I don't know. It's like oh, I'm going to talk about Dean Ambrose later, but Dean Ambrose kind of comes into this a little bit because I feel like Dean Ambrose was supposed to have a big "I'm leaving" speech yeah. this week, but they didn't want to have too big time to go speeches yeah and angle had this one here like i think angle has this one here and maybe this is a story going into wrestlemania as well but the people in the back think it's too early for him to have the speech for them to still care at mania yeah so maybe this is just planting the seeds so on the road to mania after maybe after chamber fast lane whatever we can kind of go hey remember that yeah now it's probably happening i mean uh i'd be very sad if kurt angle retires because I think he still has an aura about him that's quite exciting. Um, yeah, but I think as well, he did a great job as general manager. Oh, I don't yeah, think he definitely. necessarily needs to be in the ring to have that great aura. I mean, like, he obviously, he's still great in ring, and I think yeah. he still can put on really good matches. But if you compare the Kurt Angle we have now to the Kurt Angle we had wrestling machine 
it's two extremely different people. Yeah. It's... And that's just what happens with time, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's not the same as it was, but it's still good. And I think now, if he feels like it's the right time to go, it's the right time to go. Go when you can put on a great last match. Don't stick around to the point where your last match is just awful, you know? Yeah, kind of like... Uh... Uh, it doesn't matter. I was going to say The Undertaker, no. but his, yeah. his matches are still entertaining regardless, so it's not really... I loved his match against John Cena last year. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. Um, I mean, this story is quite intriguing to me because, obviously, yeah. it's got very talented people in it. It's got Drew McIntyre, huge prospect. Uh, Baron, yeah. Baron Corbin, you know, he can. He's also there. He's also there. And you've got Braun Strowman as well, and to help out Kurt well, Angle. Have you heard the rumor that what this was supposed to be, no, or what the no. main event was supposed to be? I, I don't. Well, I'm not sure if you've heard or not, but Seth Rollins has got his yearly road to WrestleMania injury. Oh yeah, yes. Uh, so apparently, the main event was supposed to be setting up. Uh, for Elimination Chamber, a team of Drew and Corbin to face a team of Seth and Braun. Oh. But they swap Seth out for Kurt, so I don't really know what is going on here, but that is the rumour that that was supposed to happen. Yeah. Well. So. Oh, so they were supposed to be setting up a match for Elimination Chamber. Yeah, there's supposed to be a tag match, but. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on now. It <laughs> is uh, Banks and Bailey taking on Alicia Fox and Nikki Cross. This is the last Raw Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Uh, going into this, there was no real question of who was going to win this. We all knew that uh, Bailey and Banks would pick up the win. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This there wasn't really much for me in this. I the match did its job. Did its job. And then ended. Yeah, uh, I mean, the match itself was okay for um, <laughs> usual tag matches of this form on Raw, especially over the past. Especially like we had two last week. Like SmackDown mm-hmm. seems to be just pulling it out um, of anywhere. So it. <laughs> but Raw <laughs> are having these these qualifying matches where the actual entrance is completely obvious. <laughs> Which makes yeah, it kind yeah. of a bit of a waste of time. But, yeah, um, it's like I don't know what's worse, having no qualified matches or having a qualified match that is so obvious that you know it's like, eh, yeah, what's the point of having this qualifying match? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, the match itself was was okay. The, the the craziness of that team of Nikki Cross and Alicia Fox together was. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I quite like their team. I quite like them together, but whatever. Oh. Well, whatever. I suppose with the uh, the NXT people, they're still wondering where they're going to go, and I think this will happen until WrestleMania. Yeah, well, um, we're having a shakeup after Mania. Oh yeah, I heard about allegedly. This. Do have we, you heard this? I have heard about it, this. It, um, it, when is in it? Canada. In Canada. It's in Canada. And because it's in Canada, they've called it the International (laughs) Superstar (laughs) Shake-Up. Yeah, is it straight after Mania? 
Is it a few weeks? I'm not too sure. Let me do some Googling. Uh, let's have a look. WWE Shake Up. Uh, shake Up. Uh, let's have a look. I'll try and find a date for I'm you. I'm sure Davey Melts in your mouth has uh, talked about it. Uh, Big Bad Davey Melts. That's Big Bad Davey Melts. Big Bad Davey Melts. Uh, let's have a look. It will take up. Uh, it will be take place on April fifteenth and April sixteenth. That's the Raw and the SmackDown. Uh, now let me find out when WrestleMania is. Uh, that is WrestleMania thirty four. I need WrestleMania thirty five. WrestleMania thirty five takes place on April seventh. So we will have WrestleMania. The Raw and SmackDown after WrestleMania, then the shake-up, much like we did last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, also, um, what has been announced this week, I think I saw another Saudi show is coming. Oh, yeah. In uh, May. Uh, I think, yeah. This was very much um, a thing. We, sh- we should have... Like... <laughs> Everyone's yeah, dreading. They've got a ten-year deal. They've got a ten-year deal. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what the worst part of this all is? It, that it's inevitable dread every year. Not only inevitable dread every year, but this year the Saudi show is taking place on May third, which is my birthday. Ah, oh, happy birthday, Reese. <laughs> so I get to watch some lovely live wrestling on my birthday, which is great. Unfortunately, murder. It's, Lots of it's murder. It's a Saudi show. Oh dear. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, Raw, up next. Oh, here we go. (laughs) It is Jeff Jarrett and Rhodey. Out they come. They're singing their song. They're doing their thing. He does the little strut thing. But then, in in a cruel twist of irony, they get interrupted. So it's time to walk with a loose. Walk with a loose, because... He's heel now, so we're calling He's him He's got new jeans. He's got new jeans, and you know, I, I doesn't matter. Um, I was going to say new jeans. He comes out. He says when he comes out, everyone should give him a standing ovation, even that man with crutches. Yeah, and I agree with him because the crutches are there to help you stand, so he should stand more than anyone else. Yeah, I mean, everyone was given a standing ovation anyway because everyone loves yep. Elias. Even. They do. No one wants him to be heel. What I did see uh, over this entire match, people booing Jeff. Yes. <laughs> They're cheering Elias. They love him. They've made a mistake. Um, we get into the match. I thought the match was quite fun. Elias at one point hitting the Jeff Jarrett strut, following it up with a crotch chop to Road Dog. The crowd go wild because they love him. He hits the drift away. Uh, the Driftway looks awful. <laughs> Driftway normally looks very good. There was no impact behind this Driftway, which is ironic for the man who created Impact. Um, but <laughs> Elias does Elias does pick up the win, and then the dirty heel, a road dog, attacks him from behind as he's celebrating the win. Uh, Jeff Jarrett hits him with the guitar, but they're still the faces for some reason. What is going on here, Reese? Because, <laughs> uh... Well, James... It's Jeff Jarrett's week... first match in, like... In 20 years. In 20 years. And... On Raw. On yeah. Raw. And... I mean, this should be... This should make sense. But it doesn't. Like, they're two... Yeah, it's two like... Two guys who, uh... 
who play the guitar. They like to play the guitar. Yes. And um, you know, so yep. it's 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 only natural they would have a, a bit of a rivalry together. Yep. But it's not working. <laughs> Why is Jeff Jarrett back? Why is Rhodes on uh, here? Well... Why is he on Raw? <laughs> he should be tanking SmackDown's racing, oh, yeah. to quote Elias. Um, I hope this is over now. I enjoyed it, but I think it's now done. <laughs> you, th- you think it's now done? Because last week... Yes. I, 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 I said that... You, do you think we would have Elias versus Jeff Jarrett for the next week? And, and I said, and here no. we are. <laughs> yeah, I said, do you want to make a bet? And you said, no. If you had made a bet, I'd be owing you money right now. <laughs> but you've put that fine money towards Skybet on the. Uh... <laughs> yes, I have. £10 on the Iconics to win the, <laughs> the women's tag titles. I must, yeah. I must, I must say that. We're not sponsored by Skybet at all. But if you'd like to give us some money, please do. Yeah. Well, they, they gave me £20 worth of free bets. I put it all on the Miz to become the next WWE champion. <laughs> that's, that's... When the fun stops, stop. stop. But uh, but you're having fun, Reese, so that is that is good. And yeah, yeah. That is actually quite a good pick, you know. The next WWE Iconics. Champion. Well, yeah. Not the, I mean, The Miz. Well, not the Iconics. The Miz. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, why not? They could... I've also placed another smaller bet, and I was, I was, I was in uni waiting for my lecture to start. You're scrolling through Skybet, and I saw something. And I thought, you know, that's a, that's a good one. And I put a pound on, and I've looked back now, and I thought, actually, that's not as good as I thought it was. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to load it up now. Um, let me tell you what this one is. Uh, when the fun stops, stop. Um, <laughs> where? Where's? Why aren't I logged in? Oh, one second. I need to log in. Apparently. Oh no. Anyway, Those it's damn logins. It, it's a bet to do with certain people appearing at WrestleMania and having matches. Oh, but it's it's one of them. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega is not. Um, oh. but I've put a pound on and there's a list of people in this and they all have to have a match at Wrestlemania but that match cannot be the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal oh, it's technically a match so all these if all these people have a match that isn't the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal I win some money oh. those people are Kurt Angle John Cena Triple H Shane McMahon Bray Wyatt and The Undertaker I need all of them to appear in a match that isn't the Battle Royal, and I win some money. Oh, that's very, that's quite a good prediction there, Reese. You know, you see, I thought it was, and then I saw Wyatt, and I was like, oh, he's, oh. he's <laughs> Battle Royal ready. He's Battle Royal ready. He yeah, is. he is. Unfortunately, because um, we haven't seen him for a while. I hope we see you soon. No, I Bray. thought he was going to come back at Rumble, but there we go. But um, um, Raw, Raw. <laughs> Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, this, out they come. This was they also something that <laughs> we were talking about last week. But I think we said it wouldn't yes. happen. We hoped it wouldn't happen. And then it well, did. Well, it didn't. Because Lashley was like, no, you don't face me. You face Leo Rush. Well, I was under the impression that this match was supposed to be an intercontinental match against uh, against Bobby Lashley. 
and it wasn't. What? Apparently, it was announced. No, well, somewhere. It, it was. It was advertised as Finn versus Lashley, but then he came out and was like, "No, you're going to face Leo Rush instead." Ah, oh, disappointing. What a heel. Well, I, I re, I actually enjoyed the match, the Finn Leo match, because I thought it was really weird to see uh, Finn Balor in a match where he's the bigger man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Uh, <laughs> and they actually uh, draw attention to this a little bit on commentary. They're saying that. Uh, Finn using power moves over Leo Rush is just really weird. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this match a lot, though. Obviously, Finn Balor picks up the win. At one point, Lashley gets uh, sent back to uh, the backstage area due to interference. After the match is over, he runs back down and beats up Finn Balor, and that closes this here. Um, as we said last week, you got to think this is going to Elimination Chamber, these two in a match for the title. Yeah. Um, I'm not excited for the match, but I wouldn't mind seeing Finn as the IC champion. Oh, you're not excited for the match. Bit of Finn Balor, you know? No. Finn Balor action. Yeah, but it's a, it's a bit of Finn Balor action, but it's a lot of Bobby Lashley nothingness. So do you think, you don't think it even cancels itself out? No, no it doesn't. Oh. Are you excited for their match? Well, you know, it's an intercontinental match. It's got to be okay, hasn't it? Hopefully. Maybe. Please. <laughs> if Finn Balor picks up the win, it's fine. <laughs> if he picks up the win in seven seconds, I will say, oh, well, he's what not a great match. Up in seven seconds. What a great match, yeah. <laughs> wow, so much beef. So much beef in that Bobby Lashley. Wow. <laughs> Moment of bliss. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. <laughs> Moment of Bliss featuring EC3. Some things here I liked, some things here I didn't. Firstly, EC3 is very charismatic. Why are you having him not talk? Yes, this is something I also thought because I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good fan of EC3. EC3, I, yeah. I've I, I liked his stuff in NXT, yeah. especially yeah. with Velveteen Dream because that was very yes. entertaining. Um. Um, but this guy can talk. Yeah, we've he's heard, really... We've heard him talk. It's what he does best. He's a better talker than he is a wrestler. So, so what is going on here, Reese? I don't know. I don't know. I do like the Alexa Bliss EC3 dynamic. I think I'm in the minority here, but I like the weird flirting thing that they did. Oh. I thought that was good. But I'd like to see more. I thought you would be disappointed by this, Reese. No, I really enjoyed it. I like Bliss does this a lot, where she just flirts with men to kind of get her own way. Uh, she's done it with Braun, she's done it with Elias, now she's doing it with EC3. But I quite like these two together. I'd like him to talk, but I like them two together. Yeah. Um, of course, after a bit of... Uh, I wouldn't say back and forth, because it's a bit one way. Uh, yeah, fourth and fourth. Nia Jax comes out and goes... <laughs> yeah, she does a little interruption here. Uh, says everyone should be talking about her. She then gets interrupted by Dean Ambrose, who, James, I'm not sure if you noticed, but his jacket that he was wearing is one that I own. Is it? Wow. Yeah, I, I wore it to the pub on Sunday. The weird denim but also, like, regular jacket thing. I own that. That's so cool. He came out and went, Maybe oh, you should that. tweet him. Oh, wait, he doesn't have a Twitter account. Um, 
He doesn't have Twitter. So maybe um, you could. But he comes out. Hashtag him. Um, hashtag I own that jacket. Yes. Um, I've noticed that his other jacket, which I'm going to call the uh, the big uh, bomber heelish jacket, is gone. Big brown. Yeah, yeah. Because he seems now, to be... maybe he just has many jackets. He seems to be a little less um, brutal on the crowd and more humorous. Yeah. Yeah, well, he comes out and he initially is talking to Naya because Naya attacked him last week and he says, I understand why. It's because you have a big old crush on me. Uh, uh, I, think, I, turns... I think the word he used was sexual magnetism, Reese. <laughs> yes, I think it was. <laughs> he, he then uh, turns to EC3, takes the mick out of him a little bit, and he's like, what happened to EC1 and 2? Um EC3 punches him in the face it leads to a match as I said there's things about this I liked things I didn't like Uh, Dean should not have been doing this this week after all the conversation about him over the past week he should not have been here he should have been just emptying his heart out in the middle of the ring cutting a promo on why he's going to leave yeah Yeah. because he's going to leave I mean I didn't have any problems with the match itself I mean I, c- I can understand why they did this, but it shouldn't have happened. Not after last week. No. Um. In the match, the match, oh, match is okay. As I said, EC3 is a better talker than he is a wrestler. I think as a wrestler, he is good, but his star quality is his charisma. Yeah. And his look. Um. The so. match was good. EC3 picks up the win, but it's just like. There's so much potential with Dean Ambrose right now. The whole wrestling world spent the whole week talking about Dean Ambrose. And it's just, once again, wasting potential of Dean Ambrose. Yeah, I mean, through the little time, WWE may or may not still have him. (laughs) Yes. It's still kind of up in the air, but, I mean, it's more likely he's actually going. Um, yeah, more like, much much like with um, Angle, maybe this is the whole thing of maybe on the road to Mania, a bit closer they'll mention it. Maybe they won't at all. Yeah. Who knows? I think I am um, fairly confident he'll have a match at WrestleMania. Because... Yeah. Just because of the, the aura that's now surrounding him with... I mean... I want them to still make this here. a story, though. It's, he's still yeah. here. So use well, him. You, <laughs> is, right, is he still heel? I, I don't think he is. Apparently he's been working face on the house shows. But in the EC3 match he was heel. Yeah. But in the promo beforehand he was face. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I don't have the answers, Reese. <laughs> Main event time, James. Main event time. It is Ankle and Strowman taking on McIntyre and Corbin. Yes. Uh, the story of this match is Corbin and Drew beating up an old man and he desperately tries to tag in Strowman. Then when Strowman tags in, he goes mental uh, to the point where if he hits the illegal man, they're like, oh, if you hit the illegal man, you will be disqualified. They push that a lot. In the end, Strowman just gets annoyed hits the illegal man, the match ends in disqualification, there's a lot of beating down, but afterwards um, Strowman makes a save, choke slams. Uh, that's about it. I was not massively impressed 
No. With his main event. Oh, right. I thought... I thought... Raw and SmackDown for me this week really felt like filler. I think, apart from the Becky Lynch stuff at the start of Raw, no stories were progressed. We were in the exact same place we were at the start of the show to where we are at the end. Yes. And I just thought, this felt for me like the shows that we were watching back in December on the road to TLC or whatever. It's like, I know we're kind of in the lull of the road to WrestleMania, but we still have got Elimination Chamber coming up. We still have stories that we can tell here. And I just feel this wasn't one, because I... I don't know if Angle's going to be on the show next week. Where's this retirement story going? Uh, what the hell is Strowman doing? McIntyre and Corbin as a team, I don't really care. I thought the match was okay. The big lads reformed, Reese. <laughs> no, not the bloody big lads. The match itself was okay. I just feel like I want a story. I want a reason to come. What was... Right, tell me one thing from Raw that makes you want to watch Raw next week. Uh, good point. <laughs> I mean, uh, the Ronda Rousey stuff with her uh, altercation with Becky Lynch. I mean, I, I want to see how that story progresses because mm-hmm. it's gonna progress one way or another. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like Becky definitely was the highlight of Raw this week yeah, at the start. Definitely. But take away the first twenty minutes of that three-hour show. What's the reason to watch it next week? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, we already knew that Bobby Lashley and Finn Balor were going to come to... Um, well, they're already in progress of an intercontinental feud. And it's not like the matches weren't good, because like, there wasn't any fantastic matches by any means, but I thought Finn versus Rush was good. I thought the Fatal 4-Way Tag match was good. You know, the main event was what it needed to be. It wasn't. It definitely was not a bad episode of Raw. No. I just wanted something, you know? Yeah. I mean, I do think the, the Kurt Angle storyline... I think we'll see that next week. I don't think they'll mm-hmm. end the main event this week and then not appear next week. Um right. I think that would be weird and I would be disappointed because I'm I'm interested in where that is actually going. But yeah. at the same time um I have no clue where it's going and yeah. it's not yeah. not a big reason for me to watch Raw next week. <laughs> I mean, we had I mean Dean Ambrose is another one, but after they haven't capitalised. Yeah. They haven't capitalised on it at all. Yeah. Let's move on to SmackDown. SmackDown Live. SmackDown Live, normally the land of happiness. Uh, I, I'm just going to put a quick spoiler alert. I didn't think this was a great episode of SmackDown either, to be honest, but let's get into it. Uh, we open up with Charlotte Flair, who's coming to the ring. She talks about how Becky was suspended last night. Uh, and then she says that she's going to be going to WrestleMania. She points at the WrestleMania sign. Now we see a spotlight. And who's this? Emerging from the WrestleMania sign like God, looking down upon <laughs> us, walking her way to the ring. It's the man. And as she walks down, Charlotte man, says, in the, in, in the line of the night, Charlotte says, well, firstly, you steal my dad's catchphrase, and now you're stealing Rowan Reigns' entrance. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch makes it to the ring. They're shouting at each other. They're being separated by officials. Out comes the King of Kings, my real dad, Triple H, who uh, says, you, Charlotte, go to the back. 
come on, there's no need for this wrestling malarkey. Off you go. <laughs> Not on a wrestling and show. <laughs> no, we don't fight on SmackDown. We have civil debates. Yes. Then he goes, Becky, look, I know you're angry, but you got to go to the bloody doctors, you lunatic. Once you've gone to the doctors, we'll, we'll be fine with you here. And he walks out of the ring, and as he's just about to leave, Becky goes, how Steph. And this infuriates. This infuriates Triple H. He comes back in the ring, gets in her face, and says that she's self-destructive. Uh, talks about how um, she doesn't. The reason she's going to the doctors, she isn't going to the doctors, is because she doesn't want to be cleared because she knows she's going to lose to Ronda Rousey. Uh, she's had a moment in the spotlight, and it's over. Lynch responds by hitting him in the face. And then she walks away. Yes, yes, she does, and it was awesome. This whole it segment, was this whole segment, was. Um, I mean, I think I think it was better than uh, the Raw's opening segment, as good as that was. I think this was better. Yeah. You see, this had the intrigue because, like, when Triple H and Becky are staring each other in the eye, yes, your your brain goes, "Well, Triple H isn't going to hit her." The new upside of brain goes, he might. He might just punch her in the face. Well, he's, he's, he's technically... I mean, I know I know. they said, oh, you're the authority, but he is technically... He's the big man of... He's still of, the boss, of you know. the house. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, so... It's... It's really interesting. It's this whole story between yeah. Becky... And the McMahons, I I don't think this isn't even at its peak yet. Um, it is. Awesome. She's gonna, she's gonna hit Vince. <laughs> well, well, Vince will probably like it because over the past uh, <laughs> yeah. couple of months, he's been hit by uh, AJ. He's yeah. uh, well, he was hit last year by Kevin Owens. Yeah, he got his limo flipped just by loves Braun. It. Oh, yeah, he just loves it, doesn't he? Loves the chaos. Loves all that chaos. Yeah, wow. <laughs> but um, yeah, she's gonna beat the hell out of Shane. <laughs> oh no, not Shane! Who's the best wrestler in the world now, Shane? That's what she'll say as she breaks his arm. No, yeah, it is intriguing. I'm really interested to see where this will go because, like, you've got to think at some point she will go to the doctors to get cleared. Yes. Because but like, when is that going to happen? What's going to be? Maybe it'll be the thing. Like, look, if you don't go to the doctors, Charlotte will face Ronda. Just I'll go to the doctors right now. Then look, my knee's fine, fine as a dandy. <laughs> do you think? Do you think they'll actually pull the trigger on this triple threat, or do you think? I know. I know we've had this discussion. Yeah. On well, Raw. I I think that they will go with the one-on-one match. But they're just teasing it at the moment. Yeah, I think they also know that the fans know that there is the speculation of the triple threat match. So I think they're going to tease the hell out of the triple threat match just to rile up the fans so that when we get Becky versus Ronda one-on-one properly, we love it even more because at one point it was nearly taken away from us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I think that's the way they should go. There's one thing I I will say that is Charlotte Flair heel... Is very entertaining. <laughs> oh, she's fantastic. She's fantastic. I forget how good she was yes. before she was face. And um, yeah, it's just great. I love it. 
I mean, she just gets it. Charlotte is amazing. She is absolutely amazing. Great job, Charlotte. Oh, the women um, are just killing it at the moment. Yeah, they're a lot better than men. I'll tell you <laughs> that for free. <laughs> so coming on next, we have... We... Oh, the big lad. No, not the big no, lad. It's no. the old men in the sky. The old men in the sky uh, facing Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. <laughs> yeah. Shinsuke Nakamachka. Nakamachka? Yeah. That's Is that their team name? No, I saw it on Twitter and I stole it. Oh. Na- Nakamachka? Do you oh. like it? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was. I actually didn't mind this match. I thought I was going to no, hate it. No, I thought this was good. Firstly, I like seeing the old men in the sky on TV. Yes, They're the but... official IWO podcast tag team, so it's good to see them <laughs> on television. Yeah, and they're always entertaining wherever they enter the ring. So, yeah, I don't know why I was doubting this match. No. Um, as much as it is... Really annoying to see Rusev just thrown in another tag team because they don't know what to do with him. Yeah, this is kind of I don't know. The styles are so very different. Yeah, the Rusev style and the Shinsuke style, and also the whole thing of him and Aiden was very much uh, Rusev is the star, Aiden is his sidekick. Whereas these two I see as kind of equal. Um, the weird Lana thing going on where she hates Shinsuke but is also encouraging him that's really weird this for me going into it I was like this sucks I hate this <laughs> coming, out, coming out of it it's like ah, oh, I wonder where this is gonna go yeah yeah um, I think th- if they if they get behind them they're the next bar yes definitely um, but whether they'll uh, treat them like the bar is another thing because is this actually leading to um, uh, a proper tag team? Do you think? I hope so. I hope so. I think so, yeah. I can't see where else it would go. Yeah, I mean unless unless they just fade away into <laughs> nothing. <laughs> what, like, like the push that the old men in the sky had a few weeks oh, ago? Oh yeah, they won a match and then we haven't seen them for weeks. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope that doesn't happen. I mean, to be honest, I, I don't think it's going to happen because Rusev and Shinsuke have been part of SmackDown's TV uh, over the past couple of weeks anyway. Yeah, it's like... It's weird. I really do hope that they become this amazing team that I know they can be. Yeah. Because it's like... Watching the Royal Rumble this year with Shinsuke Nakamura in the pre-show, it just felt wrong in my heart. Yes, it did. To go from winning the Rumble to being on the pre-show, then losing to R-Truth the next day. This time last year we were all excited for AJ versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE title, and now he's lost to R-Truth and he's in a throne together tag team. If you make the tag team work, that kind of redeems it for me, because I think these two can be really good together. Yeah, I really do. This week for me has proved it that they can be good together. Just give them a chance, please, Vince. Mm-hmm, yeah. Please, please. Vince. I, kn- I know you don't like the foreign people. But, uh, <laughs> if you could, if you could give these two a chance, like you did with the bar, that would be very nice. Uh, but Becky Lynch is doing mm-hmm. well. For now. No. 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 Well, she hasn't got enough beef. 
Not enough beef. And um, whilst whilst we were talking then, about eight books about globalization fell on the floor. So I'm cl- I'm slowly picking them up. Oh dear. So if I, Why do you away, have if I go away from the mic, I'm writing an essay about globalization in niche markets. It's very interesting. Oh, it's it's it got a part about uh, you know the uh, Saudi Arabia show. Uh, yes, it is. It's about wrestling. Because all my stuff I do at uni is about wrestling, because otherwise I wouldn't be able to pay attention. <laughs> I was talking to my, my cousin who's doing teacher training at the minute, and she has someone in her in her class who has like ADHD or something, right? finds it very hard to concentrate. So when she's teaching maths or whatever, she has to make the le- his like worksheets about things that he likes, and he really likes Star Wars. So she makes like Star Wars math sheets or whatever yeah. and like I feel the exact same way because globalization is the most boring thing in the world but as soon as I could like associate it with wrestling I just got it <laughs> so it's just like I'm a little kid in my cousin's class who doesn't know how to pay attention <laughs> it's like that's me wonderful Mustafa Ali versus Randy Orton Uh-oh. I love this oh fantastic I love this so much I feel a lot of people slept on this and just thought, oh, Randy Orton's boring. You're wrong. This was a great match. It was. Highlight of the match, Mustafa Ali is on the top rope. He goes for the dive. Randy Orton sees him go for the dive, goes into the RKO position, but no, Ali is too intelligent for him. Music coming. Fakes him out. Intelligence beyond his years, as Corey said. (laughs) But we still get the amazing RKO out of the sky manoeuvre because Randy then later on just grabs his legs, go, get lost legs, RKO. (laughs) What? This match was great. Now, I have been sick and tired of so long people just having a go at Randy Orton for being a boring wrestler. Randy Orton is can be one of the most exciting wrestlers in the world when he cares. Yes. And I think he really did care here. This match was great. I love Randy Orton. I love Mustafa Ali. I can't say enough good things about this match. It's not Ray Andrade levels of excellence, but it was just so good. It was. It was. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you there because... I I was one of the people who was sleeping on this match. I thought, you know, this this is just going to be one of those matches on the road to Elimination Chamber. But uh, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> it was no. It was something else, and um, I loved it. I I, oh, I really so did. good, so good. It was a surprising match from the Viper and uh, the Heart. Is he the heart or the soul of Survive Life? He's the heart and all the soul. Well, uh, we'll say that then. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you heard the Randy Orton rumor? I have not heard the Randy Orton. No, I've been very, I've been very dark on on the Instagram and oh. Twitters recently. So I've been, I haven't been seeing any wrestling observer stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, James, um, what has every rumour been as of late in regards to wrestling? Uh, someone leaving New Japan or WWE. Uh, going to AEW. And going to? And um, what do you think the Randy Orton rumour is? Ah, oh, Randy Orton's go to AEW. <laughs> that is the rumour. What? That's not happening. Apparently, they've been in contact and apparently Randy is interested. Randy is interested. In going to AEW. In going to AEW. Um, I mean, good for him if he goes. But <laughs> I, 
I don't. I can't. It's one of the most unlikely rumors yeah. I've ever heard. If he went, that would be huge. But what do they do with him? Yeah, I mean, because like they have Jericho in that legend spot. Are they going to have Randy there as well? It's not like they're not going to put the title on him or anything like that. It'd be interesting to see where he went, and he can obviously still put on great matches because this was a great match. I'm this match by itself has made me the most excited for the Elimination Chamber match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an Elimination Chamber match, so it's going to be exciting uh, anyway. But this Randy Orton, Randy Orton, Randy Orton's just—he's just a sadistic bastard, isn't he? (laughs) I do wish he was a bit more sadistic. I want to go back to Screwdriver in the Year. (laughs) Maybe we'll see that again. Jeff Hardy's in this match. Yes, (laughs) do it again. Just. I think Randy has forgotten that he wants to kill Jeff Hardy. I think that should just be a thing in his character. No matter what happens, Randy Orton always wants to kill Jeff Hardy <laughs> for no reason. It was We never heard the reason, did we? No. I think it's in the chamber match, he should just try and kill him. And like in if there's like a contract signing, he just always goes for Jeff. <laughs> for whatever reason, he wants to end his life. He just he looks at AJ on the floor, ready for the pin. Then Jeff Hardy's in the corner, getting up, and he just just turns away. Just turns away. To... Goes to Jeff. Heads to Jeff. Like yeah. some kind of in Viper. Some kind of Viper. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. He wants to kill him. It's great. Randy Orton, what a man. I'm so excited for their match just because of this. I mean, they did a great job. I mean, it's got good players in it. We've got Randy Orton, yeah. Mustafa Ali, who we've seen them together. I mean, yeah. that already yeah. is getting us excited. Uh, you've got Daniel Bryan yeah. in an Elimination Chamber match. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Samoa Joe. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Smojo, um, after the match, he comes out and puts uh, Randy in the clutch. Yes, he does. Now, quick question. Smojo, worst hairstyle in WWE? <laughs> it's just growing out of control now. <laughs> I mean, this happened before, like, he exited Raw. Like, you know, just... He was on Raw uh, before the Superstar shakeup for yeah. last year. Uh huh, and um, and then he just started to grow while he was just bumbling around SmackDown Live, and it got really big, and it started to look really weird. And then he cut it, and it, and then everything was fine. But it's starting to reach that point again where yeah. it's going, show. Yeah. Also, I do really want to see a Randy Orton Smojo match. Yes. Yes, like Smojo just wanting to beat the hell out of Randy Orton, and Randy Orton just being like, "No, I'm going to kill you first. <laughs> but, that, but that would be a heel versus heel match. WWE I can't d- have any of that. No, I don't care. I don't care. Make it a death match. Death match. No, Dean Ambrose like, wants know, a death match. Can't give. It you know, that. there's the rumors of AJ versus Randy at Mania. Scrap that. Randy versus Joe. No disqualification. No, Hell in a cell. Oh dear. <laughs> no. It would just it'd be some kind of nuclear bomb going off. Yes, it in would. wrestling it'd terms. It'd be amazing. Um uh what have we got next? 
this is wrong. That wasn't next. We had There's a... next. Oh. Na- Naomi and uh, Carmella versus the Iconics versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Yes. Uh, this was weird because I thought this was some kind of Elimination Chamber qualifier match. No, but, but all just... three members of this team are already in the Elimination Chamber. Yes, they just, like, in the promo before, they just say, oh, we're in the match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Naomi and Carmella just go, yeah, we're in. Yeah, we're in. What a great team. <laughs> Naomi and Carmella, my favourite team. <laughs> so, um,. Yeah, which is fine. Um, I mean, we've got enough teams in the Elimination Chamber for there to be. Well, right. Uh, This match uh, didn't really do anything for me. Wasn't a huge fan of it. What I did really like was before the match, there was the Iconics backstage thing when they're talking about how far they've come together, how important it would be to win the titles. Because it's kind of in character, but it's kind of not. There's the real life them going, oh, I really want to win. It'd be awesome. Yeah. But there's also the kind of in-character them like, oh, you all suck. <laughs> really, I really loved it. I really, really loved it. Just a bit more And they come out and they're looking at the title. Ah, good eye, you all, you all smell. And uh, we're going to win the titles. <laughs> yeah, the match itself, not really anything. I didn't feel, but I thought the promos were really good, especially the one for the Iconics, and that's why I put ten pounds on them to win. <laughs> the fun stops. Stop. Stop. Ten pounds. <laughs> ten pounds. That uh, uh, who is in the elimination chamber now for tag team side? Uh, you've got N- Nia Jackson, Tamina. Oh Let dear. Let me bring it up one second. Uh, I need to go on to the old Wikipedia. You've, um, you've got a bit of Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville in there. Okay. Yeah. You've got the Riot Squad, which is Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. Uh, yep. Not Ruby Riot, apparently. Um, yeah, I can't. Well, I, I thought I thought Ruby Riot could be in it. It just it. Well, according to Wikipedia, it's Liv Morgan, and Sarah Logan. Okay. Uh, and that's the Iconics. And... Oh, maybe we're gonna get. We're probably gonna get uh, Ruby Riot versus Ronda then at Elimination Chamber. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh no! When did Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa be official? Who who booked that? Well, you know, two or five lives. It's on Tuesdays, isn't it? So, well, over Drake Maverick. Come on, is there no one else? Tozawa. They probably announced what? it on Two or Five Live this week. Yeah, <laughs> but unfortunately, so, right. we don't watch Two or Five Live. No. I do apologise. Uh, Nia Jackson, Tamina. I feel they got a strong chance of winning. Mandy Rose and Tony Deville, they could win as well, but I feel because they won this match on SmackDown, they're less likely to win. Riot but Squad that doesn't, are, always, doesn't always work. No, anymore. it does. It doesn't always work. No, Riot Squad, I feel are the dark horses to win. Iconics, I want to win because I win money and also I like them. Uh, Bailey and Banks, I think, are the obvious choice to win, and Naomi and Carmella don't stand a chance. Oh. former women's champion, Reese, both, both of them. them. And and former West Wrestle of the Week there. Oh yeah, is that the only Wrestle of the Week in that match? I think it is. Uh, did we have the Riot Squad one? I doubt it. I don't think we did, did we? <laughs> I can pull up the database if you want, but no, I'm pretty sure they didn't. No, I'm pretty sure we didn't. Um, but yeah, she's the only Wrestle of the Week there. Yeah, she's gonna win then because Vince win. is a huge fan of our show. Oh, he is the IWO. So, he loves the idea. Do- he listens to it. Every WWE day. approved. <laughs> yes, we are. 
<laughs> right, let's carry on with this stuff. Because we're in the main event now of SmackDown. Jeff Hardy versus good old Daniel Bryan. Oh, uh, yummy. Bryan has some promo time beforehand. It was, I think it was a bit before this match, actually. It was after the... Uh, yeah, Ali very, Randy very stuff. much face here because he was in well, Washington. Yeah, in his hometown. I really liked that he knew that Washington wouldn't boo him. Yeah. So he kind of just went, Washington is the best. Yeah. Everyone else sucks apart from us, aren't I right? Yeah. And he allowed the yes chance. So apparently yes isn't dead. But it's the only mm-hmm. stronghold of the uh, Well, he yes didn't movement. yes. He didn't encourage the yeses. The mm. yeses just happened. I suppose, but it's it's the only stronghold now of the yes movement. Yeah, Washington. Uh, I I like this promo a lot. I like that he kind of changed it up a bit. The match itself, uh, I don't know. I was quite. I don't want to say disappointed because I thought the match was fun, but I feel like they were holding back a bit because they have got. Uh, they're going to be facing each other at the pay per view, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, there was the interference from Eric Rowan, caused the DQ, and then everyone just comes out. Uh, Joe's out, did, Randy's out, Ali's out, AJ's out. Did did Jeff botch the finish? Oh. Um, because... Th- he he hits the swans on bomb, Yeah. then Rowan grabs his leg and pulls him out of the ring. Yeah, but he, he kind of like hits the swans on bomb, lands on, on his ass. Yeah. With legs in front, but then yes. and then gets up and then puts his legs behind him, attempts to pin Daniel Bryan and then gets dragged out, and it looked weird. I d- <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird, but I think he was just a bit contrived to get to the ending. Yeah. Uh, everyone comes out, big old brawl. Then Bryan backstage was fantastic. Oh yeah, it just um, goes mental. And Kayla Braxton. I don't think it was Taylor Braxton. It wasn't Charlie on the Chocolate Factory. Uh, she's saying, like, you're using Rowan to to be big and strong. And he's like, no! no. Rowan, I get it like, all on my own! <laughs> he, he shares my ideals. He's an intelligent man. <laughs> oh, I'm going to oh, be champion forever. Oh, I forgot something. That, uh, I've forgotten two things that happened uh, <laughs> on SmackDown. Uh, oh, yeah. One, Rowan yeah. spoke... I don't think I've heard him speak oh, like that before. It ruined it. He should stay quiet. Oh, I, I don't think it ruined it. It just, I, I've been used to him going. We are the Bludgeon Brothers. We are going. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to destroy you. And and like, Wasteless like, consumption taking over the world. And also, Randy Orton lost a tooth. Did he? He did in the match. His tooth went like Mustafa Ali that. smacked him like with his leg, and his tooth went yeah. flying out the ring. <laughs> oh. Well, Mustafa Ali nearly lost an eye, so I guess it was fair. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Jeff Hardy versus Daniel Bryan was okay. I thought. You know, yeah, I, you know, this episode of SmackDown, much like Raw, it didn't really lead anywhere. But unlike, I thought Raw was good, but I thought SmackDown was really good. Yes. Once again, uh, even though it didn't really go anywhere, the bits that they had were great. And I think the highlight for me was definitely Randy versus Ali. Oh. I thought that was really, really good. I think it had more interesting uh, matches as well. 
So, James, are you saying that SmackDown takes it for this week? Uh, SmackDown I, I think is I'm the better so, show. I, I think that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was. Uh, I mean, obviously, being a wrestling show, you've got to have some good matches in there. Yes, you do. <laughs> and uh, I think the overall build towards Elimination Chamber was better than Raw. Um, I mean, the Becky segment was just. It was great. It was awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, as much as as good as Becky Lynch on Raw was, I thought this was better. Yeah, yeah. So uh, especially with Triple H, because he was Triple H. Just he's a great storyteller. <laughs> yeah, he went. Um, he was nearly heel. He was nearly face for like a whole week. He nearly did it. He nearly did it <laughs> on the main roster because obviously. He's the granddaddy of NXT. So he's uh, always face on NXT. <laughs> yes. Uh, but James, I think it's kind of difficult this week. I don't know who I would go for, but James, who is your wrestler oh, of the week? So difficult here, Reese. So difficult that um, I just can't think, Reese. I just can't think. Who am I kidding? It's bloody Becky Lynch. Because. <laughs> She was the highlight of both Raw and SmackDown. You know, I I I know it's your decision, James, for the go to Becky Lynch, and I'm not going to take that away from you in any way. But um, I would have gone for Randy Orton. Oh, really? Really? I would have gone for Randy Orton this week. But Becky Lynch, she is our wrestler of the week for what I believe is the third time yeah. one second I'm loading up the spreadsheet everyone um, where is it wrestlers of the week 2019 yeah this is the third time Becky Lynch is wrestler of the week Which made t- it took t- us nearly a whole year for Asuka to win it three times last year we're we're not even seven days in to February she's already in the three time wrestler of the week in Becky Lynch and she's in the yes, league. So so far, if you're keeping count of Wrestle of the Week for 2019, Becky Lynch has won it three times, Daniel Bryan has won it twice, and Finn Balor has won it once. Oh. So you know, there's a good couple of it's, people there. It's still all to play for, of course. We're only in the second month of the year. Yeah, Who we knows? Are. Maybe when Mojo Rawley stops speaking into mirrors, oh, he'll yeah, come out and be happens, the biggest superstar it? ever. What the heck is yeah. going on with that? We'll talk is about he that just when he decides co- to be in ring, just- I reckon. <laughs> It's just, it's just becoming. Maybe he gets recruited by Matt Hardy or something. Maybe that's it. Well, James, I'm not sure if you noticed, but on this show, we only really talk about things that happen in ring. Yeah, because, yeah you know, we do. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Anyway, Becky Lynch, rest of the week for this week. I uh, hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Uh, you know, considering I had no notes and I'm very tired, I felt we did pretty well. Yes. Um, follow us on Twitter at IWO Podcast. James, where can they find you? Oh, you can find me on the Twitters at ComedyJamesTE. And I'm on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, all the ReCB. But until next time, all I have to say now is goodbye. Bye bye.